Hi and welcome to Working Well. I'm Suzanne McCabe from Life Switch Coaching and this podcast is about helping you to thrive in your career and your life. If you want to overcome workplace stress, build your confidence and get work-life balance back in your life, then this podcast is for you. Hi, and today we're going to talk about children's mental health. And you might ask yourself, um, why are we talking about children's mental health on a podcast about workplace well-being? Well, I guess a lot of us at the moment are finding ourselves at home and we are working and also homeschooling at the same time. And our children have been taken out of school for some time now. Um, Here in Scotland, uh, we've been off from late December right through January. And it's looking like we're going to be off until late February and and possibly beyond for some children as they, they do a phase return. So I wanted to talk about kids' mental health and um, Place to Be are a mental health charity who created Children's Mental Health Week. Um, and this is their seventh year now. It runs on the first week in February and um, they're really just raising awareness of children's mental health. Um, this year's theme is Express Yourself and it's the idea of sharing your thoughts through creativity, whether it be art, music, writing, dance or photography, whatever it is. But place to be, they're a, they're a great charity. They, they support kids um, through counselling and uh, mental health support. And they also offer training for teachers uh, with regards to mental health as well. And that's throughout the UK. Um, so today I've got a very special guest with me uh, to talk about kids' mental health and it's my youngest daughter Lauren who is uh, almost 10, she's going to be 10 at the weekend. How are you doing Lauren? I am alright, thanks. Good, um, so I've pulled you out of your homeschool work to to do this interview so thanks for uh, helping me out with it. Oh yeah, that's fine. So how have you found lockdown? for you Lauren in terms of your mental health? Uh, I think I've probably found it and I think I've probably discovered a lot of different talents that I didn't know Mm -hmm. but at the same time sometimes you're just like can I go to school I miss my friends yeah I want I just want to do something different for a change after about seven months finally went back even when I did go back, you're just thinking, can I go back there again? Yeah. And you're not really sure. And so you, you talked about the talents you discovered that you have. Um, what were the talents? What, what were the talents that you discovered as a result of lockdown? It was actually drawing, believe it or not. Um, I've always liked drawing, but I didn't know I could actually do realistic drawing. But there is actually one drawing that... I did that I really like. I've actually showed you it, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that one with the, the eyelashes and that one. No. Oh, right. Which one are you talking about? Self-portrait one. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've got that above your bed, haven't you? <laughs> so you, you've been uh, you've been drawing and really discovered a talent for that. And you've spent a lot of time doing that as well, haven't you? And actually, one of the things that Place to Be, this charity I've been talking about, one of the things that they really encourage parents to do is to help children to nurture 
their talents and nurture some of the things that have helped keep their children sane. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, for example, your big sister Lucy, she does a lot of baking, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kira does quite a lot of drawing, um, quite often drawing on the computer. But you all have something that you enjoy doing that helps your mental health. Um, what else would you say that you have experienced during lockdown in terms of how you've been feeling? So you were talking about school and kind of being away from school. Can you tell me a wee bit more about that? Uh, yeah, well, so basically um, I I don't always get along with my like friends. Um, so some I have actual proper friends, but there's some other friends that are not really friends. But um, there's some people that they don't mean to bully me, but they kind of lightly bully me in a way. And I don't think they mean it, but like, I think it's just surroundings or they just want to kind of blend in, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess um, being away from that has been a good thing for you in terms of like not having that around you every day. So, like, it's kind of, you're not really sure what to feel, kind of, because when you're at home school, you're like, can I go back to school? And when you're at school, you're like, I wish I could do homeschool, you know? <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like, um, there's a phrase that people use, the grass is always greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's like you see what you don't have and you, you want that instead. One of the, the things that's a place to be uh, talks about is trying new things in order to support your mental health. Um, is there anything that you've done that's been a bit different during lockdown that you've enjoyed? Uh, I will not say different, but I would say no skills, can I? So uh, I like to dance. I don't do it as much as I did, but I think during lockdown I did dance quite a lot. And basically, uh, yeah, I discovered that. I quite liked it for a wee while, but now I'm kind of getting out of it. I don't. I don't think I super want to get back into it, but I also don't super want to get out of it, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you, you've been doing a bit of dancing as well, so a bit more dancing. So I guess that goes back to um, knowing what keeps you sane and, and trying to do a wee bit more of it, isn't it? Okay, so Lauren, this podcast is about uh, good mental health at work and a lot of parents are working at home and they're homeschooling their kids as well. And uh, it is, I think I could say as a parent, it is quite challenging to balance your work with the child's schoolwork. So in our case, your sisters mainly work on their own. And you and I, well, I do my work and I check in with you throughout the morning and into early lunchtime, don't I, to see how you're getting on. But it's not always been an easy process. So what advice would you give as a child to parents in terms of what they can do to support their child through their learning? I think this is more for a child and parent thing. I don't think it's all for parents. But um, so if you're the parent, you might want to jump into the child's body and how, how would you react as a child? And the child, jump into that adult's body you might have not experienced this Mm -hmm. but knowing your parents or adults or carer or guardian Mm -hmm. or even a grand grand or something yes uh uh-huh and just try and think what they would think and then just jump into their body and think 
well maybe they have a point. Right, so you're kind of almost thinking about where somebody else is coming from to try and understand them better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, we've certainly had our share of challenging moments, haven't we? And we've had to kind of slow things down and take time to understand each other. And quite often, I think some of the disagreements we've had are when we've not been taking the time to listen to one another. Would you would you think that sums it up? Or mm-hmm, I would yeah. definitely say that. I think it works. It works both sides, doesn't it? And it's both of us trying to learn to understand what the other person is is going through and how they see the world. And uh, yeah, that that's something that can be challenging for anybody to do, whether they're homeschooling or whether they're in the workplace with a colleague or whatever the situation is. Um, I think one of the things we've done is at the end of the day, we make time to de-stress as a family. So do you want to talk about what we do in the evenings just to relax? Um, so basically I go around three o'clock, maybe just after, maybe just before it, we go down to have a little snack and maybe after that we might play a game, we might go for a walk, we might have a time alone, so for example me and my mum. Uh, so uh, for uh, for maybe example we were playing a jigsaw, I might be like, I'm sorry about what I said earlier or, um, or we might explain they they may explain why they might have said that or they may have got narky or a wee bit angry with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we we kind of we have time together, don't we? We, we particularly have time at night, don't we? Where we kind of sit with each other and we watch stuff, and I think that gives us a chance to relax in front of the TV. But also, usually we end up chatting about things as well, don't we? And having jokes. Is that just me saying that? Would you agree with that? I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, So I think that's been a good thing for us to do. So we talked about um, what we do as a family in terms of kind of spending time together and kind of chatting in the evenings and the afternoons and stuff like that. Um, I think one of the other things that we've done as a family is the kind of random acts of kindness that we decided to do. Do you remember what we did at Christmas, Lauren? Actually, yes, I do. Um, I remember I had a jar. So we go to church and uh, we had these jars of hopes and I gave one to the lollipop man and I gave um, one to someone at my church. That's right, they were filled with sweeties, weren't they? And Lauren, how did the people react when you handed over the jars? I think they were quite happy. They were like, I think every so often you just want to have a little, sometimes you just feel unappreciated for what you do. And if you just get the small thing, even if it's just a tiny thing, a compliment or whatever, it just brings some hope into your heart, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So you're kind of, you're almost like, um, hopefully helping someone else's mental health, but you're doing a good deed yourself, yeah? Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, absolutely. And it is not, like, doing that kind thing, it doesn't just help the other person also helps you because just knowing that we've done that you're like well what if I can do this I can change the world who knows and you might not be able to but you also might do and so Greta Thunberg for uh uh, she actually just um sailed across the Atlantic Ocean is that Atlantic Ocean is that right yes she did 
and actually she um, brought a lot of people to realizing that some people are like still like still thinking uh, who cares but also other people are like let's change the world yeah so she she can do this i can do this exactly it's almost like changing the world one small act at a time isn't it Mm -hmm. yeah but uh also other people the people that don't really think on the positive side are like well if she can do this how am i able to do this i'm i'm useless but no you are not useless every single person even if they are older and they think they can't do as much as they could do and that might be correct that might be okay but you can just do your even if it's just a small act as i said that just changes the whole world so lauren um we were talking about homeschool and we're talking about how uh parents and kids can kind of relate to one another and communicate better and one of the things that you and i talk about a lot is uh, a growth mindset and learning from your mistakes so what have you found through your homeschooling i think probably just i think you just i don't know how to explain it really it's kind of hard because um, especially in literacy so um, i make a lot of mistakes in literacy but i usually don't learn from them but some of them i do and that's a mystery that your brain has to solve and you have to Sometimes it's something you have to do a few times to learn from them. Sometimes it's just once. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's... Um, when you say uh, you make a lot of mistakes in literacy, uh, I, I think you're focusing on some negatives there because what you've got is a fantastic imagination that I, frankly, am jealous of. You know, like you've you've got an amazing creative ability. So, um, everyone's got their their strengths and weaknesses. And the thing is, what you're doing with your literacy is you talked about your, how did you phrase it? You're talking about basically your, your something that your brain just has to learn, and you are learning each time, aren't you? So each time you make a mistake, you learn. So, for example, if you think about Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison, of course, was the man who invented... Um, The light bulb. The light bulb, exactly. And um, he said, very famously, um, I have not failed 10,000 times. 10,000 times he tried. Um, I have not failed 10,000 times. I have not failed once. I have succeeded in proving that those 10,000 ways will not work. When I've eliminated the ways that will not work... I will find the way that will work. And that is the idea of growth mindset, really, isn't yeah, it? It's because if you just chase after your dreams, I actually was on a call and someone was like, oh yeah, I'll never be a singer. And I'm like, oh yes, you will. If you dream it, your dream can come true. Yeah, and even if they are finding it difficult to sing when they start, if they keep practicing and they practice and they practice, then they're not failing because... They're learning each time, aren't they? I mean, we talked about it with respect to this podcast. I was just telling you the amount of times that I have to stop and start my podcasts when I'm recording. Yes. You know, so um, so uh, you're not alone in uh, having to, to learn how to fail. You know, even the amazing Thomas Edison failed mm-hmm. 10,000 times. And more importantly, he learned 10,000 ways not to do something. Before Even the Big Rambo was sometimes wrong. 
even your, even your grandpa was sometimes wrong. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Yeah, usually um, right. So, Lauren, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you, and I think you've really summed up some great lessons in terms of lockdown learning and and kids looking after themselves. So, any final words for parents in terms of helping their kids with their mental health? Again, it's not always about your kids. You do have to, you have to care about people, but not care about them too much because you have to think about yourself too. You have to remember that you are a person too. Um, so even if uh, it's at night time, it might be in the morning, it might be when your kids have a break or something, you can just sit down in that sofa or bed and you can be like, it's me time. Me time, yeah. So in other words, parents need to look after themselves so that they're mentally and physically healthy to support their kids, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's brilliant advice. Lauren, you are wise beyond your years, darling. Thank you very much, all right? Okay, bye. Take care, see you later. If you'd like to know more about what I do here at Life Switch Coaching, then you can go to my website at www.lifeswitchcoaching.com or you can email me at suzanne at lifeswitchcoaching.com That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E at lifeswitchcoaching.com Thanks very much for listening and take care.